Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire for Thursday August 4th, and uh, I survived a procedure in the hospital that I obviously overblew significantly. I definitely made a mountain out of a molehill. I'll talk about it in a quick second, but I do want to um, tease our guest today. Because of what happened in the NFL on Wednesday, I was under anesthesia at the time, but I quickly awoke from it and uh, <laughs> saw that the NFL is going to appeal the Deshaun Watson suspension. Listen, this is a tricky discussion. I want to get a little upset about it. I have chosen not to. Um, I do believe our guest will shed more light on it than I could because he is a lawyer, Dan Lust, sports attorney, really strong um, background in law. And I think he's going to help you guys understand what the hell's going on here because there are a lot of questions. And I'll just remind people before they listen, even if you're sick of the Deshaun Watson stuff, the two things that matter most here, at least to me, is when Watson's cases went before a grand jury, two different grand juries said there was not enough evidence for criminal charges. Two different ones. The NFL, though, said, oh, well, I think we got to go six-game suspension. And now Roger Goodell is saying, well, 
that's just not enough. I think we got to go 10, 12, maybe the full season. Okay, there is a huge disconnect there, and we'll get into it with Dan shortly. Um, quick side note. Uh, I know August is NFL month, fantasy, gambling, blah, blah, blah. I do need to mention to you guys. LeBron James, as of today, is eligible for his extension. He can get a two-year, $97 million extension beginning today. It starts to get interesting for the Lakers. I will, if you like breadcrumbs, before we get to Dan and the NFL, I'll give you some breadcrumbs. A month ago, the Lakers, allegedly led by LeBron, wanted Kyrie Irving. Okay? The Nets did not want Russell Westbrook, and they demanded, allegedly, two future firsts from the Lakers. LeBron, give him the first. Genie Buss, no, we're not doing that. Stalemate. Kevin Durant asks out. No takers. Maybe Jalen Brown. This week on the podcast, I slipped it in. Kevin Durant allegedly meeting with Nets ownership this week. Don't know what the outcome will be. Will they kiss and make up? Will Durant say, I'm sitting out? Will he demand a trade? Durant was recently out here playing pickup hoops. Well, I mean, a closed pickup game. No, I did not get in the building. And you can start to see, okay, guys, LeBron, here's your contract, two years, 97 million. Will you please sign it? And LeBron's going to say, get Russell Westbrook out of here. (laughs) I, I don't know. This is a funny tidbit I found while researching this story. Highest paid player in the league next year, Steph Curry. Second highest paid, are you ready for this? Russell Westbrook. Final year of his deal. Third highest paid, LeBron. Now, if LeBron says no to the uh, two-year, $97 million deal, LeBron could say yes to a one-year extension, 46.7 mil, in which point he passes Russ, and I believe is the second highest paid player in the league behind Steph Curry. So if LeBron doesn't sign it, you know that there's some background shenanigans happening. At the same time, this week, Kevin Durant meeting with the Nets. You guys can connect the dots. You're very intelligent. You know what to do. Um, there is also, pivoting from the NBA, there is a Hall of Fame game tonight. I, as I understand it, nobody good is playing. I will probably not be watching, but but good news, I will be on the herd Friday. I will be back. I was supposed to be on earlier this week. Didn't take, and then I had my little procedure, the procedure that I know you guys care so greatly about. And I'm sure a lot of dudes are like, dude, you're not going to really, guys that know are like, you're not going to really mention it. And listen, I, I one of my calling cards has been authenticity on this podcast. That's why it's been successful. That's why it makes money. Uh, that's why we have a large amount of listeners. Um, that's why the podcast just got renewed. I got a colonoscopy this week. Probably not something I should admit. Um, you're really not supposed to get it to your 50, but I had a friend who... Uh, a good friend from what element middle school, middle school and high school, and she recently posted that her brother passed away from colon cancer. Didn't know he had it. Didn't get a colonoscopy, and he was like in his forties. And I was like, "What the hell?" I had no. Come on, you think I'm thinking about that stuff? And then I look into it, and I talk to a couple of buddies who are doctors, and they're like, "Yeah, I got one at like 42, 41. I was like, "All right, I'm time ready to go in." And I was nervous as hell. Obviously, it was fine. They found nothing. I'm, I'm in the clear for a decade. Um, but the interesting thing is the lead up is absolutely brutal. You have to like drink this stuff. And I'll stop talking about it right there because you know what that does. Uh, at any rate, 
I highly recommend anybody, and, and I'll be honest with you guys, if you're in your 40s, go do it. It's really not that big of a deal. Now, I haven't seen the bill. Uh, insurance covers it, some of it, but I highly recommend it. Um, another doctor buddy of mine said, Jay, you should, you should talk about this on your podcast. If one guy goes and gets it, you might have saved somebody's life because you have no idea how healthy these guys are, what they're eating, are they exercising, and it just starts to sneak up on you kind of quick. So this is my little PSA. Go out, get it done. It's actually a good little, you get like a nice little day where your whole family's extra, extra nice to you, you know, because you can kind of ham it up and be like, oh, I can't do anything. You know, could you be extra nice? You know, and then, anyways. Um, all right, without further ado, let's get to today's guest, Dan Lust, a sports attorney and a podcast host on the Deshaun Watson saga. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a legal voice. And I know that the Deshaun Watson story is so massive in the NFL right now. The appeal, the NFL uh, Roger Goodell, it's getting ugly. So we got to bring in a legal mind who really knows his stuff. Dan Lust, sports attorney. He has a podcast called Conduct Detrimental. Dan, how are you, man? Good. It's a good time to have a podcast called Conduct Detrimental, where that's all, all the talk in our football world nowadays. Indeed. Sadly, you know, you're thinking like, oh, it's August. Oh, we'll talk about depth charts uh, and, and, you know, quarterbacks on the rise and coaches on the hot seat. Uh, no, let's talk about Deshaun Watson and Watson and the legal situation. So... You know, Wednesday, I was a bit surprised that the NFL decided six games was not enough, and they now want Roger Goodell to drop the hammer on Deshaun Watson. Is that a good read of it, or how did you read it from from the legal point of view? So a couple things. Um, you know, uh, the NFL had three days to file their appeal. I expected it to come on Thursday. It came on Wednesday. So they said they don't they don't need the three days. They they've already made up their mind. Um, you know, here's what was weighing on the NFL, right? First of all, the optics that they lost the decision. Yes, certainly, you know, Judge Robinson found that the NFL established their burden, what's called a preponderance of the evidence, fancy way of saying 51%, that it was more likely than not that four counts of sexual assault occurred. So the NFL went four for four. They won all of all, all the women that were presented to Judge Robinson. They won their case on. Now, uh, you know, Judge Robinson came down, I think, on the lightest end of punishment she possibly could have came up with, six games for four accusers. So by my rough math, that's one and a half weeks of suspension for, you know, per accuser, which if you put it that way, right, we're in kind of like Ray Rice territory, which the NFL got hit very hard on. So and Ray Rice was, you know, almost a decade ago. And you look back at this, right, if you're going to give a game and a half per count of sexual assault, I think the NFL can certainly view that as being woefully light in this day and age of, of 2022, especially when you have, you know, like these different clinics over in Cleveland expressing disappointment with Judge Robinson's findings. So, you know, I think uh, optically, right, by appealing this, you certainly cast doubt on this disciplinary system, right? What was the point of having Judge Robinson if you're just going to overturn her yourself, Raj? Right. right. Well, That's certainly one argument. But the other yeah. one is like maybe the you know, NFL was worried that they were being too light on someone that was, you know, accused of 24 counts of, of sexual assault. So, you know, the, those were the two, the angel and the demon on the NFL's shoulder. And then they went with the one that said, we don't want to be viewed as being too light on sexual assault. So, you know, that's uh, that's where they came down on. So, and this is where it gets complicated. We'll get to whether or not Robinson, like, even wasted her time over the last year doing this. But uh, you said 24 counts. So 
essentially the NFL only focused on four. Now, I don't know if that's because they deem the others uncredible or because there was no criminal aspect, but from a criminal perspective, what is Watson facing for the allegations that were levied against him? So it's a good point. It's one that I, that I hear a lot, right? Like they say, Dan, why aren't you talking about the fact that Watson was not indicted by two separate grand juries in Texas? And I say, that is fair, right? But I'm, I'm not the judge. The judge, Sue Robinson here, looked at the case knowing that two separate grand juries in Texas declined to pursue with any criminal charges. So Watson doesn't have any you know, pending criminal charges at all. He has one leftover civil case. So that's a case purely for monetary damages. I think Watson is in the clear from a criminal perspective. I think once you have two grand juries decline to prosecute, um, that's really it. I don't know what other, you know, what other DA would want to bring this to another grand jury and, and risk losing again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but that's, uh, I, I think that's kind of an important point here. The judge here found that sexual assault occurred. Now, Jason, if you ask me, Dan, how, how did two grand juries, right, of everyday human beings find that no sexual assault occurred, no felony occurred, no misdemeanor occurred, yet Judge Robinson, a judge, can find that's four counts of sexual okay. assault. That, 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 that's a great, I mean, you stole the question out of my mind, but I, I need to frame that for everybody because, right. again, like the New York Times writes, oh, there were 60 different women, and then, they, you know, you get all these numbers, 24, and basically the NFL came down to four. But the judge says, yes, something happened. Two grand juries. How many people make up a grand jury? Depends on the state. It's, they're trying to be secret, but we'll put the number at 10. That's a rough, that's a rough guess. 10 times 2 is 20 or 5 and 5? Ten, 10 times 2. Okay. So 20 people in two grand juries said, no, nothing here. Or not enough to pursue criminal charges. But one judge says, yes, we've got six games. How do you, how, do, how are we supposed to take that? You, you can, and I'm going to make it, uh, I'm, we're going to go in the legal weeds here, Jason. You ready? That's fine. That's fine. Because I think a lot of people are perplexed because it's like, well, wait a sec. He's not in handcuffs. He's not going to jail. Right. But the judge is saying this, uh, something bad happened, six games. The, and now the NFL is saying more. Continue. The short answer is it's inconsistent, right? I can't necessarily make sense of it. But to make things more complicated, people know like the OJ case, right? OJ, the criminal standards beyond all reasonable doubt. And if we're trying to use numbers for, for clarity, that's like, saying someone is guilty like by a 90% confidence rate. It's a really high number. Okay, so uh, this preponderance of the evidence standard is normally the, the standard in civil court, but that's what Judge Robinson looked at. That's that 51 percentile. Is it more likely than not that it happened? And that's how OJ can find be found innocent in criminal court, but be found culpable in civil court because maybe the jury's found him like a number like 75% confident. So somewhere in there. So Judge Robinson using that 51% standard thinks that he committed sexual assault. Okay, let's put that over here in this box. Those grand juries are looking at a standard called probable cause. On our number scale, that's like a 25% confidence rate. It's even lower than the civil court. So with a lower standard, like it's there's an expression in the biz, right? That even a a grand jury can even indict a ham sandwich. It's very easy to get it. It's very easy to get an indictment. They didn't even get an indictment on a lower standard. Mm -hmm. Yet Judge Robinson comes back with this 51% down comes forward. So you know, that's inconsistent. And Jason, I'll, I'll do you one step further here. And, and you alluded to it. Roger Goodell a year ago refused to put Deshaun Watson on the commissioner's exempt list. And I was, you know, I was do- do- doing different media and I was talking about it. And I said, I guess, you know, Goodell doesn't buy it, right? There's no criminal charges at that point. Goodell's not buying it. What has happened in the last year, right? The only really thing substantively is that these grand juries declined to move forward with criminal charges. So Goodell goes from not putting him on the commissioner's exempt list, which is a fancy way of saying paid leave, and now he goes to maybe wanting a one-year suspension. So I can, truthfully, I can make sense of how a judge in Delaware 
decides differently than, you know, two Houston or two Texas grand jurors. I can make sense of that. Two different mm -hmm. people, two different educational backgrounds. I can't make sense of how the NFL doesn't put him on the exempt. Yeah. And then decides to go for a year punishment. It's the same. It's, it's an NFL HQ. It has not changed. I can't make sense of that. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing I would ask, when did Goodell have the chance to put him on the exemplist? Was it, do you remember when it, was it a year ago? Because I guess you could argue a lot has changed in a year, but not a lot has changed grand jury-wise to Robinson decision-wise, right? Um, or not as much. He, he could have put Watson on the exemplist at any point during the 2021 season. Um, mm. You know, and, and truthfully, Jason, right, I don't, maybe these, the allegations come as news to some, you know, these complaints started coming out, I think it was like 12 and then 16. 
in March yeah. of 2021. So we've always known about the heinous, you know, the, the worst aspects of the allegations, right? Small towel, and you, you can use your imagination. I don't think this is the, the forum for it. But Goodell has always known the worst of the allegations. So nothing has really changed in terms of the allegations. I, again, listen, I'm, I'm a lawyer here. I look at decisions all day. I argue cases. Mm -hmm. I negotiate cases. I can't make sense of how Goodell has gone a complete 180 from not punishing him at all. The exemplist is a form of punishment, right? It's you're taking a guy off the field to now going for a year. And if you kind of ask me, right, if the Browns knew that all of this was going to potentially happen, hey, could be out for a year, I, I highly doubt they would have parted with three first-round picks and that record-breaking $230 million mm -hmm. guaranteed contract. I, I think maybe they looked at what Goodell did and they said, hey, they didn't even put him on the exempt list. Maybe we can get away with no punishment here. Yeah. Um, I, I think um, it's a fair reading oof. of it. That is that that's a great point. Um, I don't think I've heard that point, but it, you know, um, all right. So let's back up real quick. So uh, I don't know how often do are you in court, Dan, practicing law? Pre COVID or post COVID? Uh, well, we'll go pre COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd say uh, you know, in, in the normal normal legal era, I'm either doing a deposition or I'm in court three four times a week. Right. So you know, obviously, the legal ins and outs of all this stuff. I am curious. Judge Robinson, did she have better information to go on than the two grand juries? It's tough to say, right? Both are both are in, essentially private proceedings. Grand juries are meant to be secret. We're not supposed to know what happened in those. Uh, and we're not really, I mean, we might know what happens with in front of uh, Robinson to the extent this goes up on a federal appeal. But the short answer is we don't know. And now you alluded to something early on in our conversation, Jason, because Maybe in a past life you were a lawyer, family members are lawyers. Yeah, I wanted to be one, dude. There is some yeah, in, the, in my dad's family tree. Good, good, good listening. Dude. <laughs> this is what I do for a living, right? And I'm giving you takes no one else gives because I don't think <laughs> many lawyers are, are talking about this. But here's the thing, right? Why did the NFL only present four women to Judge Robinson? I have no idea, right? And you mentioned, right, maybe because those other 20 were not as credible. Um, I will tell you, you know, an, a point, an aspect of this case we haven't talked about. The Houston Texans were half brought into this case, alleged to have facilitated Watson's actions. And the Houston Texans very quickly settled with 30 women. So 24 women filed lawsuits, 30 settled with the Texans. So for doing our rough Venn diagram math, that leaves six women unaccounted for who might also file lawsuits. So let's use that number 30, right? Why didn't the NFL bring all 30 women in, march them in one after the other? I'm not sure of that answer. Now, if we go over to the grand jury proceedings, um, you know, some reporting came out, unless you heard from the horse's mouth, you don't really know, but that the, that the grand jury, uh, that the DA there didn't use all, I think it was 10 criminal complainants. She didn't use all 10. I think she used like one or two. So I can't make sense of that either, right? If you have these people at, the, at your disposal and they want to speak, they want to speak their truth in front of a, a captive audience, be it Judge Robinson or a grand jury, bring them in, right? Well, let's all, let's put it out there and, you know, play it where it lies, you know, for, for a golf expression here. But I, I'm not hearing that. I'm hearing that both sides were very selective in who they brought in front of these various tribunals. Um, and again, I, I, it's tough for you to answer this one, but is your gut telling you that maybe the NFL didn't deem many of those credible or maybe the NFL tried to get them and they would not talk? Or another reason I'm not thinking of, like, you know, to ignore 75, 80% of the allegations, something seems off there, no? I, I'm with you. I, I'm if I'm if I and I don't know the answer to this. If I had to speculate, I think it's probably the first one, right? That they didn't want to, you know, leave it up to chance with someone that might not have seemed necessarily credible. And what I've heard, you know, out of the Tony Busby camp, who is the the uh, attorney for these various accusers, I haven't heard it from him, but just in and around the situation, 
that some of these various accusers are more credible than other ones, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're the NFL, you put your best foot forward. Um, and that's, I mean, that that would make sense. You know, uh, that rough math I did for you, right, of those, you know, four accusers that Judge Robinson found, uh, you know, uh, were perpetrated with some form of sexual assault. Okay, one and a half games per person. I don't, I don't think personally that's sufficient if we're looking at NFL precedent. But Jason, to your point, if if Sue Robinson had all 24 at her disposal and then also issued a six-game suspension, I think you'd have a lot more people up in arms here. So maybe that yeah. was a decision on the NFL's part. I can't really make sense of it. You know, if you do have 24 women that thought it was important enough to file a lawsuit and put their names on the lawsuit and risk public embarrassment, whatever comes from putting your name on a public lawsuit, yeah. you know, I think they have enough at least credibility to get in front of a judge. Certainly. All right, Dan, a difficult task here. I want you to put yourself in Judge Robinson's shoes just for a moment. You rendered the six games, right? A day and a half later, the NFL comes out and says, thank you, we'll take it from here, we're going to appeal it. How do you feel? Are you like, what what did I just do? Did I just spin my wheels? Because you have to wonder about the league's process because I believe the NFL and the PA came together and said, hey, Judge Robinson's going to make a decision here. And the NFL's just coming in later and saying, we don't really care what she says, we're going to make our own decision. Like, this seems like an idiotic move by the NFL, does it not? I, I think uh, if I'm Judge Robinson, I'm looking at it, one of those memes where I'm literally just like the uh, like Wiley Coyote and I'm spinning my wheels. Yeah, I'm not even moving. I'm doing all this work, all this uh, you know kinetic energy. What is those those science terms? I'm not yeah, moving yeah. anywhere, right? Um, I I've said this, and that was I think one of the optics that the NFL had to weigh that if you come in and just reinsert your judgment, if the NFL wanted a year or that indefinite suspension of one year or more, the optics are unavoidable that Judge Robinson just wasted her time, right? And a very esteemed judge that both sides picked together. It was a complete waste, right? Like we were waiting for a decision two weeks ago and one week, is it going to come on Friday? It didn't matter at, at all. And then never going to say, right, this this new system that everyone was so happy about and all JC Treader and all the players are shaking their hands are so happy they got this deal done, right? This new system looks a lot like the old system, right? I think that's the unavoidable optics. All right, let's spin it forward. What is next now that the NFL has appealed? You know, it goes to Roger Goodell, and I don't know, does Goodell start from ground zero here and build up the entire case? This could take a while. Does he already have all the information, and he's just going to basically rubber stamp, I think, a year, it's done? Uh, And then the NFL Players Association appeals and says their part? I mean, this could get really drawn out and ugly for everybody. Deshaun, the league, the owners, the Goodell. Yeah, I mean, he, here's the thing, right? Uh, I will point out, right? It's could Goodell pick himself as the uh, you know the, the judge over these proceedings, you know, to handle the appeal? He could, but I think more likely he's able to appoint a designee, so somebody that's going to be handpicked by Roger Goodell. I eh, could guess they're probably going to be a friend of Roger Goodell. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. I didn't even know he could do. I thought he was the one rendering it. Yeah. You're telling me he could just handpick somebody? But didn't they just do that with the Judge Robinson? It sounds pretty similar, right? It sounds like it was a complete doing? waste of time in that first level. If, if, we're, if we're thinking about this, is, this, this is common. Like you're, the you're, NFL is just going to drag this out, and it's going to look worse and worse. Yeah, I no? mean, it, it probably you know, truthfully, I think it looks better if Goodell is not presiding over this. I think it looks better if it's somebody else, but. You know, um, I've uh, been a, been a part of sports arbitrations involving leagues, not to to name any in particular. But you know, if you are an NFL appointed, um, you know, uh, judge or arbiter, and you decide against the NFL, right? If you decide against Roger Goodell, probably a good guess you're not going to get that call ever again. So correct. That's that's I think a fair reading of it. So yeah, it's going to go up to either Goodell or his designee is the is the fancy legal term. Um, I think we already uh, some reports are trickling out that the NFL is looking for that one year and indefinite length. 
I think they're going to have another conversation with Watson about trying to settle in the range of 10 to 12 games, upping it to a number that the NFL looks a little bit better for. Um, but if it does- wait, okay, timeout, timeout, Dan, because you said it. The NFL looks better for 10 or 12 games. I do. Why Why, why 10 or 12 versus 6? I mean, listen, It's it, last I checked, 10 is more than 6. 12 is more than 6. <laughs> that's, that's it. It doesn't get more complicated. Okay, fine. What, what, did, uh, what did Robert Kraft get for the prostitution sting? Uh, I think that's our closest precedent on point, and I think that's a, a whopping zero. Okay. So, and, and again, I, you don't want to weigh which is worse, Kraft or, 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 or Deshaun Watson, but— um, by the way, I forgot to ask, what did a grand jury do on Robert Kraft? Uh, well, they ended up throwing out the case on uh, some bad evidence, some uh, bad subpoenas. But the short answer is Goodell's off squeaky clean in the court of NFL opinion and obviously mm-hmm. the legal courts. Okay, so uh, conspiracy theorists, sorry to jump in again. <laughs> Cleveland Browns gave Watson the highest, the largest guarantee contract ever. Uh, out- owners are outraged because now players, maybe Lamar Jackson, are going to want the uh, fully guaranteed contract is this nfl owners saying to goodell do something screw these guys up we're angry that they went and paid watson this it's a bad look and also we're gonna have to pay quarterbacks more do something roger and roger steps up now in the long run it's really nothing but do you are you buying into any of that conspiracy theory um i've certainly heard the whispers behind the scenes um i i don't think it's as much that as it is right these the different optics of like you know, these Cleveland clinics coming out and saying this is a bad look. The NFL has to do something about it. And the fact that at the end of the day, Roger Goodell does have the ability, he does wield that power to either appoint himself or a designee. So, you know, you ask me, uh, do I think 10 games is better than six? I think it's marginally better. But the NFL kind of in a, in a backdoor way might look better if they have a harsher punishment than an independent judge. So, uh, you know, I don't think they... Wait, wait, but you say they look better. Yeah. But don't you think it's possible that they look worse? Wait a minute. A judge who does this stuff all the time, deals with evidence, rules of the law, all the legalities, they deem six. And the NFL's now saying, no, we know better than the judge, and we're going to give 12? Well, it depends, right? I think the, the way that you ask the question is, who, who does it look better to? I'm, I'm talking about with respect to women's rights groups and the Cleveland clinics. It looks certainly better to them. Oh, yes, the yes, yes. But if you're Roger Goodell, right, of our four major sports commissioners, you're the only non-lawyer, right? Bettman's a lawyer, oh, you know, Manfred's a lawyer, a point. you know, Silver's a lawyer, you go down the list. It looks pretty bad if he's like, you know what? I'm the only non-lawyer, yet I know more than the federal judge that I appointed to be the independent arbiter. I'm I'm just saying, right? What lane did the NFL pick? So the the one that was like the optics of looking bad by overruling a judge, they've already gone there, right? They already picked uh, you know, like if we were in the matrix, we're looking at the red pill and the blue pill. I, I said, if you if you appeal this, you already look bad on the procedural side, right? The other pill is looking bad to the, you know, the Cleveland clinics that are, you know, saying that you're not supporting women's rights. So they picked the pill. We don't care if we look bad procedurally. We don't want to look bad to those clinics. So I think by upping the number, they do look better to those clinics and those women's rights groups. The people that are up in arms saying, you just disregarded what a federal judge said. Now they're even angrier, right? You didn't just appeal it. You upped it to a number that you didn't mm. deem appropriate. So- this is why, you know, that that expression, the rock in a hard place. The NFL's yeah. kind of damned if they do, damned if they don't. But they've kind of, you know, picked their poison at this point. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save 
and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I want to go back. You mentioned Ezekiel Elliott earlier, and I quickly punched in Google. Again, female uh, judge making a decision, and it looked everywhere I can find, she was saying no suspension. Then Goodell came in and said four. Is that accurate or no? I think it was uh, it got up to six games by the by the NFL. Oh, Elliot got six. Okay, but uh, this is so. This will be the second time it involves an athlete and a female, and then you bring in a female judge renders a decision. The NFL says no, we need to be tougher, and they overrule the judge and come in with their own uh, decision. That's 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 a fair read of it. At least at is, is, Dan, is that a good precedent? Well, at least here, right, the judge didn't say zero. She said six. So she maybe looked back. And I'm sure if I was in Judge Robinson's shoes, like you asked me before, what would I do? I would study the Zeke case. I'd study the Roethlisberger case. I'd study the Brady case. Oh, well, Roethlisberger. I've totally forgot about that. But you'd um, go through the, the annals of NFL history and you'd say, okay, 
what, what ended up with this judge being overturned, right? The Z case went up. He ended up serving his suspension. You know, and maybe she looked back and said, the NFL wanted six games for Zeke, so maybe I should give six games for Watson. So I think it's a bad look for the NFL to, to be continuing to overrule judges. Yeah. Male, male, I don't think that they're not, right? Certainly there are lawyers in the NFL, but Goodell is the face of this, uh, you know, this mm -hmm. campaign. So I don't think it looks good in that sense. But, you know, um, I, I think the NFL, and maybe on a larger existential level, we're talking about punishments. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, just got suspended for six weeks. DeAndre Hopkins had his PED issue. He gets suspended for six weeks and Watson gets suspended for six weeks. So like all six game suspensions, like come in all shapes and sizes. The NFL really like, and Ridley suspended for a year for betting. Like, Oh, come on. That, that's things, the worst. I mean, that's terrible. None of these things make sense, right? They're all different severities. It's almost like they're just throwing uh, you know, darts at a board and figuring out where the punishment lands. So the NFL has got a real problem with just the optics of punishment, right? is what Deshaun Watson did, what the judge found that he did. It's not It's not accusations. The judge found that this occurred. It was worth six games versus Ridley, who had a 16 parlay for $1,500. <laughs> right. That is yeah, that's a joke. Let me, since you brought up the Dolphins, let me, let me ask. So, again, Watson is more of a criminal situation, and, uh, you know, the grand jury said, no, you know, nothing there. Um, what Ross did, blatantly trying to tamper with Brady and Sean Payton while they were on under contract for other teams. Again, from my perspective, that is way worse than the Sean Watson situation as it pertains to football. I'm surprised Ross got virtually nothing. And this is a guy who was the owner during the bully situation with incognito. Um, there was another situation a couple years ago that was not great in Miami. Um, and, and now this, and it's like, that's all $1.5 million. To a guy who's worth seven billion, Dan, uh, I, wh where are you on the Dolphin situation? Uh, I'm uh, unintentionally full of hot takes, just because I'm I'm in the weeds of these. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Dan Snyder and I've been on this uh, following that case for a long time. Oh, jeez, yeah. I forgot about that clown. Yeah, case I can keep you here all day. I'm, I got plenty in the tank here. Um, but Dan Snyder, right? You know, he gets he gets uh, this indefinite leave from the uh, Washington Commanders organization. No written report, so he doesn't get the public shaming that I think a lot of people wanted. Okay. Guys in front of Congress testifying about sexual harassment and toxic workplace. But you know what? The NFL doesn't want to publicly shame him. You mentioned Robert Kraft earlier, right? His own allegations of, you know, going to the massage parlor and, uh, you know, whatever he's doing over there. Last I checked, uh, he didn't get suspended at all. He didn't get anything, right? And the NFL was certainly within their power to suspend both those guys and embarrass them, just like, you know, to some extent, Watson's getting dragged over, uh, you know, raked over the coals for. Now, yeah. with respect to Ross, a little bit differently, right? I think the NFL heard the cries of people like myself that were like, where is the written report for Snyder? And they issued a real written report, a scathing report, mind you, as to what Ross did. They said he's never, you know, Goodell said he's never seen tampering allegations like this in NFL history, right? We're talking about uh, also bribery allegations. You know, Brian Flores claiming that Stephen Ross uh, offered him $100,000 a game to lose on purpose. So, you know, I, I actually think it, relative to what other owners have gotten, Ross got it the worst. So should should Ross be getting more, you know, compared to other players? Yeah, I think that's totally fair. But with respect to other owners, it's kind of an unprecedented punishment in the owner circles, which it shouldn't be, right? That that owners get, kind of get slapped on the wrist and players get suspended for a year for $1,500, 16 parlays. Yeah. But in, with respect to owners, I, I do think Ross got it on the, on the more serious end of that spectrum. I don't want to make this racial, but I'm going to with the question. Um, rich billionaire white guy in Snyder, rich billionaire white guy in um, Kraft, both skate. 
and then you've got the black quarterback um, who gets six games after sitting out all of last season. Um, it, it, you mentioned the word optics earlier. What are the optics on that, Dan? You know, I think it's a fair question, but truthfully, I think it's really an owners and player issue, right? Because we can look at a guy like Roethlisberger, who was publicly shamed by, uh, you know, uh, Goodell earlier in his tenure, wrote him a long letter that he needs to seek mental health counseling for whatever Roethlisberger was going through at the time. I do think there is a, a very uh, stark contrast as to owners and players. Uh, and if you just read the history of the NFL, owners, in theory, right, should be held to a higher standard. Right? They're the owners yeah. of the team, the face of the franchise. Players come and go, guys go to free agency, guys get traded. The constant is that owner, and they seem to be held to a lower standard, right? You can, in theory, right, have allegations around you that you bribed a coach, right, an African-American coach, Brian Flores, to lose games on purpose. The NFL, right, if you looked at that investigation report very closely, they actually found that, that, that at least in some sense, that Stephen Ross uttered those words, and he said it on multiple occasions, yet... <laughs> I don't know. Let's give him six games. You're back in October. Don't worry about it, Steve. Not, not a big deal. Yeah. I think it's very light if we're looking at what punishment should be. What Calvin Ridley did is much less serious than what Stephen Ross did. There's no comparison. Man. Uh, all right, Dan. That's good stuff. Uh, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm advocating for fewer games for Watson. I think six is reasonable, especially given the two grand juries um, and, again, the owners. I, I, they should get the same punishment that the players get, and they're just not because – Guess what? Goodell works for those guys. You know, you know? before it, before people yell at me, I should give you the, the preface too. Like, I, I think six games is an okay punishment, right? If we're just looking at precedent. But if for the judge to find that four counts of sexual assault occurred and then to give a game and a half per suspension, just with her own logic, it doesn't make sense. So that's that's really my issue on the legal side. Six games, if that's the final number, sure. But the math that, that it took her to get there, to me, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like the kid who doesn't show his uh, show your work and how you got the answer here, and you can't show it. That's <laughs> a great but you point. Got the right, that is a great point. You got the maybe the right maybe the right answer. Uh, all right, Dan Lust, sports attorney. Check out his podcast, Conduct Detrimental. Geez, NFL's giving you a lot of fodder, huh? NFL, PGA Tour. It's a busy week in the world of sports. PGA, yeah, we didn't even get to the Live Tour. Um, <laughs> oh, geez, I, I I can't get too worked up about that. Um, as as like I consider myself a career underdog, and I think. You know, competition is good and healthy. Uh, are they doing it the right way? I don't know. But I think ultimately this will make the PGA Tour better. Would you agree, Dan? It'll make it better, but there's also that uh, potential that the PGA Tour ceases to exist. So, you know, <laughs> that's a glass half empty guy, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's very negative. All right, Dan Lust, good stuff, man. Thanks a lot, Dan. Hey, always a pleasure. Happy to come on anytime. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex.